Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell, host of the Dream Chasers podcast, and this is your Next Level Weekly Update. All right, this weekly update is being recorded at 1.30 a.m., fresh off the plane. Happy Monday. Happy week to you guys, I should say, of February 24th, and I got a special message for you here about a 20-minute interview that I just did with Reed Goosens when I was out at the Best Ever Real Estate Conference in Keystone, Colorado ton of valuable takeaways in this interview. I encourage you to listen to the whole thing, whether you're looking to improve your business, life, or just be entertained. This is an interview that Reed and I were able to pull off on the fly during all the hustle and bustle of the conference, and it was it was just a great one. So get ready. Um, and if you also want to catch my recap on not only the best ever real estate conference, but the four conferences that I was just at over the past 30 days, I'm putting a link in the description to my vlog, which is where I did a, a quick vlog on it the other day about some of the key takeaways from going to all of these conferences. So that's enough for me. Thank you for listening. And here we go. Listen to this Rockstar interview. We're live. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, I would say welcome to what I must call a special edition of Dream Chasers. I'm here today graciously uh, renting the equipment of Reed. And you know, Reed does a lot of uh, podcasting and social media, video, speaking, all that good stuff, and uh, you know, just a real honor to have him here because I know I've been watching him as I was getting into this field. I would say not only like the, the AV audiovisual stuff, but uh, also with commercial real estate and investing. Very talented, got a lot of uh, accomplishments that I'm sure you can share with the <laughs> with my listeners. But um, you know, I guess yeah, let's let's just start with that. Tell us a little bit about. Who you are, and uh, yeah, well, for those people, have, <laughs> those people have. I've been on your show before, I believe. You have, so yeah, yeah. just go back and look at that. Listen to that <laughs> episode. No, uh, originally from Australia, moved to the United States in 2012 uh, to, to, to pursue a career in structural engineering and to chase a girl, and realised uh, how awesome the barriers to entry here in this market were compared to my my home market of Australia. Started investing and buying triplexes and duplexes for 38, 40 thousand bucks, and um, figured out that there was an incredible opportunity to make cash flow here. And uh, over the last seven or eight years, I've become financially free through investing in large scale multifamily um, projects. I'm now uh, the co-founder of Wildhorn Capital. We have about two, a quarter billion dollars under management um, and we have 1800 units in San Antonio and Austin. And uh, yeah, just really enjoying the journey. Got the podcast as well, investing in the US, which has been going for about four and a half years. And just love, love sharing the story and, and inspiring other people. If you know, if an Aussie can move halfway across the world and make it happen, then, then, then so can the average American. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, speaking about the financial freedom, achievements, levels of success, amazing. But, and I don't even want to use the word but, it's not the right word, but <laughs> I said it again. You, you were telling me yesterday how you got to a point where you're pretty satisfied with where you're at. Um, and there's still the desire to grow, mm -hmm. but it's like, how do you do that? Cause you kind of got like the business aspect under control now. Yep. And we started going down the rabbit hole of, you know, it's actually going into the mind yes. and yes. pulling things out of yourself that maybe you didn't even know existed. And yep. one of the key ways that you've been able to amplify your business heading into 2020 is through increased meditation and, uh, yeah. and that side of things. So, I mean, that's really what I want to talk yeah, about. Let's, today let's, let's, let's get into it. And yeah. so um, I, I think the big thing for me is like all of us, right? When, we, when we're trying to achieve financial freedom, the North Star is financial freedom. You're, you're working a full-time job, a W-2, you're trying to make things happen on the side. And that you just grind, you sort of spin in plates, right? Uh, and I remember being, you know, working hundred-hour weeks, and um, my relationship with my wife, or my then girlfriend, now wife, you know, 
I, my business had was a priority over my relationship, which was not good um, because I wanted to grind to get through to, to financial freedom. Um, on, a, on a personal note, two years ago, my mum uh, unfortunately passed away from, from, from cancer. And where I'm sitting today in 2020, I wish I was two and a half years ago where I could be there with her more. And, 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 and I, I arrived back in Australia three days before she passed away. And I'm, it's not a sob story. It's more just I have guilt on myself um, because I have maybe prioritized things over other things and, and, and her passing and she, she supported everything I did, but her passing made me realize that you only live once, right? And, and, and being successful doesn't just necessarily mean you've got to be successful in business, but across a different, a, a, a couple of other pillars I'd like to say, and that's obviously health, um, love, relationships, um, you know, spirituality, if you want to talk about that and, and obviously business. And there, there's, there's four or five pillars um, and having fun probably is the sixth pillar, you know, but there's, I see a lot of, I interview a lot of big CEOs and business owners and their, you know, their fucking wife hates, excuse my language, their, their wife hates them and their kids, you know, they're divorced and their wife, the kids hate them and their crappy health, but they're really successful in business. Well, the sort of passing when you, when you have life changing moments like that, where, where you lose a loved one and you realize, oh crap, our family dynamics going to change. I don't have a mom anymore. You know, like all this stuff, you're like, I'm not, my, my kids are not going to have a grandma. You know, like there's just you start realizing about life rather than just the business aspect of it. And so the North star then changes and to be a better CEO and to be a better investor and to be a better entrepreneur, you have to have those other pillars fulfilled. Um, particularly in relationships, you know, we can talk about that and what, what I do and, uh, and how, you know, back, like I said before, like back before my mum passed I, and, and grinding, I maybe have prioritized my business over even my relationship with my wife, you know, like, and so taking stock and taking pause and, understanding how meditation can help and, and, and being looking at yourself and what issues, you know, or avoidance issues you have and, and making yourself a better person, a better human can only will help with your, with your business. And if you get this right, everything else will, will, will fall into place. So, yeah. And, uh, you mentioned uh, to me yesterday too, that through the meditation process and how much you've been growing through it, uh, you give a lot of credit to a coach that you yep. hired. Yep. And, you know, one, I think that's been a big challenge for, it was a big challenge for me. Thankfully, I have some, some remarkable mentors and coaches in my life right now. But it's like, how do you identify that individual? How do you inspire yourself to also pay? Because uh, I know that's, that's it for anyone in my demographic. I'm 28. It's kind of feel like you might not have that much extra money laying around to hire a coach. But it's kind of one of those things that you might want to do if you are trying to get to where you're going. So, like, mm -hmm. how do you identify who to go with yep. and just zone in on that. So yeah. look, you're always going to have, if you, if you stop learning or you stop, you stop growing. Right. And, and my coach, um, we're at the best ever conference here. You know, it was Joe Fairless back in the day and he was a coach for real estate investing. Right. I've now figured that out. That's, you know, six, seven years ago. I now have a coach more for subconscious mind stuff, meditation, because the real estate investing, I, I'm, a, I'm a math geek. I'm an engineer. And, you know, Y equals MC squared, you know, like all this sort of stuff. The, 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 the C squared is the, is, the, is the constant, but the M is the variable, right? And so the constant in real estate is how to do real estate, how to buy, how to underwrite, how to look at markets. That's all consistent. The variable is how I approach it, how my mindset is to coming into the running a business. And, and now the challenges I have of running a $250 million business is different to what the challenges were when I was trying to get out of my W2 job. Right, so there's going to be different coaches for different stages of your life, and when you first start out, you have to understand well, what are those stages going to be. Right, right now you're 28, 
what do you need help with? Like you got to look it in the side. Is it the is it the the constant? I do need. I don't know. I don't know how to figure out how to buy my first deal, or so I might need the the, the, the constant mentor, which is the, you know the nuts and bolts of it. Mm-hmm. Or if you got to that point where you figured it out, now you want to elevate your your business and you're building culture and building trust and building teams and all this sort of stuff to exponentially grow your business. So maybe you need something more with the business coach, the life coach, the subconscious problems that you, you we all get hung up with, right? And, and the mindset. So um, yeah, that going back to your original question, like how do you choose? You've got to back into what your what your why is today. Uh-huh. And and for me, when I chose Joe Fellas back in the day, he was I was thinking it was his first or so second or third student. And he was two and a half grand. Sorry, Joe, if you listened to it, but he's now like forty or fifty grand today. Right. But and I, I could have paid forty or fifty grand to someone, but I was frugal with my money. I just wanted I wanted the ability to pay someone money and really understand that I'm investing myself. And I give myself permission to part way with whatever the money is. It was two and a half grand at the time. You could part way with 10 grand, 20 grand, 30 grand, whatever it is, buying, investing in a coach is investing in yourself mm-hmm. and you're doubling down and saying, I'm worth it. And yeah. so the self-worth piece comes into it. And then you're saying, okay, well, again, shit, let's, I, I've just parted away with this money. I'd better take myself seriously. So that's what that sort of action does in, in, in most things. Right. And, and I like to just look at the numbers there too. It's, it's probably almost impossible to, comprehend the numbers of it <laughs> but um so that 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 course that you took for example two and a half grand at the time um, and i know what brought me into this industry i took a course that i now help facilitate with hunter uh that at the time was fifteen hundred dollars and the price of that has gone up and um you know i look at if you look at that figure fifteen hundred or twenty five hundred translating into how much you have i guess made right <laughs> off of right that, it's like a Oh, hundred X, thousand thousand X percent. Yeah. Return, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. And so I think that might be like the key message here. Cause it didn't really, it didn't even hit me until a couple of weeks ago when I was thinking about it. But like, um, when you invest in yourself, something like that coaching, it is in literally an exponential return, especially I think, you know, as you said, if it's focused. Yeah. But again, it goes back to that. You have to realize that, you know, obviously LeBron, LeBron James and, Kobe, you know, rest in peace, obviously. Uh, but all these massive sports stars, they have coaches. They have people around them to support them and to be the best human sports athletes they can be. And we also need in life, you know, life athletes, you know, which is what we're trying to tackle life. We're trying to, you know, build businesses. We're trying to grow as human beings. So having someone who can, you know, maybe it's not your wife or your husband or your family, that can be an objective third party to, to, to bounce ideas off. Um, really is is powerful and i think that's you have to just understand that you're worth it what first and foremost i'm worth spending this money on a new course because i i want to learn that's really important um and it goes back to what i said before if you stop learning you stop growing right so all these things come into like you have to take a standpoint and back yourself i think it's what the, the under you're backing yourself to go out and learn something new that you didn't know before and thus you're gonna have to pay for it and thus you're gonna have to get a coach but you're gonna only be better right the the worst case scenario is it didn't work out, but you learned, you learned a few things along the way, right? And if, if it costs $2,000, $3,000, it's a small price to pay for now that you know what, you know, even if it failed, what not to look for in a coach in the future. So, right. yeah. And I'd say, you know, for any of my listeners right now that maybe your message is really resonating with them and they're like, I want Reed to coach me. <laughs> I mean, is there anything that you're doing on that level? Uh, I, I do, we have a mastermind uh, 
group. I, I did coaching a little bit when I first got started for some, some ancillary income when I was still in the W2 job, um, I, knowing that I had a bit of value to give in my story and, and, and sharing my story with other people. Um, but but I, I, I'm fundamentally at this stage of my life, I don't know if I'm a coach. I'm, I'm really in the business of growing my business. So buying multifamily and, and growing culture, maybe in a later age and when I'm in my 40s or 50s, I might go back into you know coaching. But, but right now, it's like I have a coach that she actually doesn't, she, she's a quote unquote business coach, but she more helps me on the lifestyle stuff. Mm. But I figured the business stuff out in terms of how, the how to. Now it's about the, you know, the, 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 the subconsciousness, the putting strategies in place in order to be a better leader, a better mentor to my staff, you know, uh, a better uh, business partner to, to Andrew Campbell, a better husband to my wife, uh, a better brother to my sister, a better son to my dad. You know, like all these things need that help so you can rock up and show up in life 110%. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, last, I guess, last question for you here and we'll, we'll wrap it up because I got to get back over to my booth. Yeah, yeah. We're promoting this book and I'm sure you guys have heard and seen me talk about it plenty, but raising capital for real estate, the playbook for raising capital in commercial real estate for the next 10 to 15 years written by Hunter Thompson. Again, I wouldn't know Reed if it wasn't for Hunter. Um, and also I have to say just for getting to know Hunter, there's been a lot of influence, uh, leadership, but when I say leadership, it's like kind of like Reed paving the way. You did a few things. No, that, you've, you've done yeah. things that Hunter adopted, basically. Well, so I'm getting that but, right. yeah. but, but Hunter, <laughs> in his own right, and to yourself, you need the people in your – like we just started, for, just for your, for your audience, Hunter and I started, was it two and a half years ago or three years ago? Just It was a monthly call, and it, all mm. it was was accountability call. We didn't pay each other any money. It was just like, hey, man, you're cool. You live in L.A. I'm cool. Let's, like, let's get on a call. And, hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing. Like, what do you reckon? You know, like, even it's, like that, that is a form of a mentorship. That's a form of a, someone to keep you accountable. It's right. not, so I didn't actually – it was free. But you can find people out in your life who you resonate with and you, you know, on the same wavelength. And maybe just say, hey, do you want to have a, a, an accountability call once a month? And it can be some months we miss it because we're, we're traveling, but – it's come, it's blossomed into a really awesome friendship. And it just started with an idea just to, to bounce ideas off one another. And so he, Hunter's gone on to do some incredible things. We're just, I was sponsoring at his event, the uh, Intelligent Real Estate Investment Conference yeah, yeah. in LA, which was awesome. And um, man, it's, it's, but at the end of the day, it gave him permission to do stuff that he saw other people doing. And that's, and I've only done the same thing seeing other people doing that. So Joe, I, I took, you know, lessons out of Joe's book and Frank's book and, and I did my own stuff and you know, Hunter you know, probably looked at me and maybe Jeremy Roll and, and you're going to look at Hunter. And I said, yeah. So it's all about passing the buck on and, 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 and taking on these different viewpoints and, and as a person taking, internalizing it and then going out and actually taking action on it. Because that's, I think, the biggest part. You can talk about this on a podcast for as long as we freaking, until the cows come home. Yeah. But unless you take action, nothing's going to happen. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Yes, don't forget that, guys. <laughs> take action. That's actually probably 90% even more valuable than, well, it's all really good stuff. <laughs> so, um, and yeah, so last question to read, because uh, it seems I can just tell that this new coach that you have is making a huge impact in everything that you're doing. Uh, what are like just one or two takeaways or secrets that you feel like you've learned that uh, you could share with us that we can apply to our I life? think understanding, so for me, it's... Um, and maybe like, a, sorry, like an example, like, yeah, yeah. like a practice. Yeah, like, practice. Yeah, that's yeah, what, okay. that's what, so... Um, one thing for me is with all the technology in, in I've got my calendar and if it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist. But I just have a, a very simple, it's actually holding up the microphone right now, notebook. Um, and what I do is uh, I get a little bit of Sunday anxiety, you know, every week. So I sit down every single week, Sunday night, and I write out essentially my to-do list for the week, mm. right? And, and the, the, the art of going through and, and crossing out these, these items every week is a subconscious thing that I do. It gets it out of my brain. It's on paper. But at the end of the week, 
I've crossed out all these things and I'm like, I feel, I feel proud. I feel like I'm moving the needle, yes. right? And as we grind and we're so in, entrenched in our businesses, we sometimes forget to have these little wins. And, and just the simple act of me crossing it out is a win for me. Now, you might have a, an online app that you do that you can cross out or whatever, but making sure you're writing it down, taking it out of your mind and putting it on paper. Another practice I do is try, like, turn your phone off and don't look at it till 7 or 8.30 in the morning and practice deep breathing. Like, focus on deep breathing right, exercises. That, yeah. I've got a, something that works for me uh, and I have some mantras that I say every morning and that has helped a lot. Yeah. Um, it's meditation, being still. Also, trying to catch yourself throughout the day before I jump on a podcast or before I jump on a phone call, closing my eyes, three deep breaths in, three deep breaths out, recenter, and then you can then you can focus. So, thank you. Those are great practices. I haven't really focused in on the deep breathing, but I like I can just I've done it enough to know that that's got to be good. So I'm going to adopt that. And then um, the act of writing writing down your goals or you know whatever it is definitely something I would say within the past year that I've, I've amplified has helped amplify my life. And so just to hear you re reiterate that guys, if you're not writing down your goals um, and I know you can, you can put it in your phone and you cross it out your phone. And that, I think that does work, but man, there's something about physically writing it down that just is unbeatable. Yep. I think Let's it's keep it simple, it, stupid, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think it, it, it might, it might be like a spiritual aspect. Of yes. It too, you know? Yes. So. And there's nothing like, like I'm, I'm also very into being physical to working out. Uh -huh. So going and working out, is, it's also sort of an anchor to my day. Um, you know, if I don't do it for a couple of days, I feel a little stir crazy, but it helps me. I don't have any, I don't go to the gym with, with headphones on or anything. I just go and just be there without the phone oh, wow. uh, and just work out because that's, it, it helps me anchor my day during the morning. The rest the day is like it's tick the box for the day and i can get in on with my day from there on so right on yeah cool. awesome man hey well reed thank you for investing your time with us speaking of the Bloody word it. investing that's <laughs> part of the name of reed's show investing in the u.s guys go check that show out um, a lot of just continued value there for sure uh yeah thank you for your time awesome brother thanks a lot yep and Cheers. guys remember in all you think say and do take it to the next level so yeah all right, that is your Next Level weekly update for the week of February 24th, 2020. Guys, remember to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook. The podcast is on multiple other platforms, so go ahead. If there's another platform that you use, just type in Dream Chasers and look for the common logo. And also, if you go to my YouTube channel or if you just go to YouTube and you type in Next Level Tracks with an X, you can check out my personal playlist. I add new music to Next Level Tracks as frequently as possible. And if you guys wanna rock out with me, that is the best way to get a feel or get an idea of what's running through my head as I'm living life. And lastly, remember to check out my personal brand, my IX brand website, which is ix9.shop. It's super cool. Thank you, and remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level.